Surrogacy and Donor IVF, a limited podcast series. Recorded and produced by Growing Families, Sam Everingham and Kerry Duncan. Welcome to our podcast today. We are really delighted to have Remy with us. And Remy's going to help us to understand a bit about his journey and what it's like, Remy's a teenager, what it's like to tell your story to others and some tips, hopefully, for some intending parents and some parents about how to make a journey easier and to help someone navigate. So Sam is with me, of course, Sam Everingham, and Sam's going to start off with some questions for Remy. So over to you, Sam. Hi, Remy. Nice to see you. I've known you for God since you're about two years old, I think. Yeah. So you were born via surrogacy in the USA. Tell mm-hmm. us a bit about where and when you were born and where you live now. So I was born in Ohio. And then we were we stayed there for a couple months, and now we went straight back to Australia. And I've been living in Melbourne ever since. Yeah, how old are you now? I am uh, sixteen, about to turn seventeen in five days. Yeah, wow. And um, and what about your parents? What what's and it, it done something? How that, that'll work? So I've got my dad Steve and mother dad James, who passed away when I was about five. And then I've also got my surrogate mum or it's called my mum Stacy who still lives in Ohio oh and I've got my egg donor Marie who lives in France in France wow so, that's a really global yeah. story <laughs> yeah very international uh, yeah and I mean and you're able to be in touch with those women if you want to yeah 100% my dad's always encouraged us we have them on like Facebook and we keep in touch with them especially for like birthdays Christmas but also just talking throughout the year, Facebook, and my dad's always really encouraged that. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's great. But how come your egg donors in France? How did that happen? I'm not sure. <laughs> I think my dad was just looking, they were looking just for the, the perfect or the right match, and she just happened to live all the way in in France. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember when you started understanding how old you were when you started understanding how you were born? I can't remember exactly, but I remember it being pretty early on. We going to visit my mum, Stacey, in America probably when I was about six, five or six. Yeah. I think that's probably when it really clicked. But it's always been really open. I feel like, yeah, from a very young age, I've kind of understood it and, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of sort of gay guys who are looking at having kids, they worry about, oh, what will the kids think about not having a mum? Like, is that something that was a, a concern for you growing up, having two, two dads or one dad? To be completely honest, I've never really felt like I've needed to have a mum. Yeah. And, like, I know I do have one and I can talk to her or message her whenever I want, but I've always felt, you know, I get enough love from, from my dad and also our family friends and my friends and their mums. I've never really felt like I've needed a, a mum. Yeah, yeah. So you've got, you've yeah. got to females around you who were like mums yeah. and your friends and stuff like that. Definitely, yeah. What about people at school? Did you did you have to say to them or explain to them how come you had dads and not a mum when you were young? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think especially when I was younger, it probably wasn't something that many kids had been taught about. Now it's a bit different in high school. Everyone kind of like knows more about it and it's a lot more like open to it. But telling people about it, I've, I've never really 
had any backlash or bad experiences. Everyone's always just been really intrigued and interested and wants to know more about, you know, how, how I was born. Yeah, no, that's really nice. It's good to hear. Like, because it's changed a lot over the years. Yeah. Yeah. In some countries, like where you were born in the USA, surrogates are paid, and in others like Australia, they're not allowed to earn money. Yeah. Do you, do you reckon surrogates should be paid or or not? I think I think they should be paid somewhat for obviously you know taking on a pregnancy is a very big very big hurdle. It's nine months that are very difficult and hard. I think they should definitely be compensated for the work that goes into it. Yeah, but yeah. I think it shouldn't be used as just like a money grab. The surrogates should still feel a connection to the child being born. And, it, yeah, they shouldn't just be looking at the the price tag on it. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, I think that's good advice. A lot of people ask me, oh, look, what age do we start to talk to our kids about how they were born? What yeah. kind of age do you think parents should start to tell their kids? I just think from day one, obviously a two-year-old child is not going to understand when you tell them. I think definitely in primary school, it's a big thing when you start having like the Mother's Day stalls. I think that's one thing that's really stood out to me, you know. On the, the Mother's Day stalls, you always kind of like, that's when you kind of start thinking about it and question it. I think as a parent, yeah, you really just need to, when your kid starts to, be around more kids that just have like the mum and dad, that's when you really got to start just being open about their story and how they were born and how they got there. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's good. And Remy, on that, have you got any advice that say for the mother, say I've got a little boy and yeah. he's a single mum, so he doesn't have a dad, yeah. dad in his life. Yeah. And so you might Father's Day and things are a bit a little bit confronting. It's like a bit awkward. We yeah. picked my brother who's his his uncle that he can write, you know, happy Father's yeah. Day or happy yeah. Father's Day too. Is there anything, any advice you've got there that would make it a bit easier for parents or even for a child for, for those situations? I think definitely what I've done is on like days like Mother's Day, I um I have my mum that I can message and talk to, but also I celebrate it with other role models in my life, the women like my grandma nice. and yep. even just like my friends' mums, you know, just saying, I see them quite a bit, just saying like happy Mother's Day and even just celebrating with my dad as well, I think. Mm, nice. It's, it's yeah. kind of just like a, I just think of it, Mother's and Father's Day is just kind of just celebrating just all your family members and the people in your life. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. I remember when my girls, Ruby and Zoe, were young, their granny would come along to Mother's Day Yeah. at school sometimes, you know, my mum, and sometimes Phil would go because he's a bit of a girl anyway, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he'd go too. Yeah. And now they don't really bother, they don't really care about it now. When they were young, you're right. I think they felt a bit left out. There wasn't someone there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think also I have memories of the Mother's Day stalls. We used to buy like gifts and send them over as well. So that was oh, okay, I think nice. that was nice as well. Yeah, if you if you have the mm-hmm. opportunity to do that, I think that's that's really oh, that's good. pretty nice. So you send them a gift for Mother's Day. Yeah, yeah, great. And I assume your surrogate's got in the USA has got kids of her own, does she? She does. Yeah, she's yeah. got the all grown up now yeah she has a whole family over there yeah and did you meet them i have we met them when we went over i think we've gone to america twice now one was when i was i think about five years old one was maybe when i was about eight a bit older yeah yeah and yeah we met them all stayed there seen them yeah yeah no that's nice i mean i know some kids 
that the donor they have is anonymous so they never sort of get to meet up. Was it important for you to be able to sort of, I don't know, see pictures of your donor and, and meet your donor? Did you ever meet your donor? I haven't personally met my donor right. because of school and in, when we went, Dad had to come back for work, so I, I came back to for school with him. But India, met Marie, never meeting her. To be honest, I feel like it hasn't really affected me that much just because I also have Stacey, my surrogate. But yeah. I feel like knowing who she is it probably has helped me a little bit. Yeah. Remy, I was going to say, so you're partly French, is that right? Your donor is <laughs> yeah. French? Yeah. <laughs> Well, partly, do you do you sort of feel a connection to the to the culture of France? You haven't been there yet, but do you think one day you want to explore that a little bit? Yeah, yeah, hundred mm. percent. To be honest, I don't feel like too much of a drive to try find a connection to the culture. I just I just do think it kind of makes my story a bit more interesting. It's kind of cool mm. to be able to go around and say I'm half French, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. And what about, so have you got any siblings, biological siblings? You've got India, you've got your sister, of course, um, yeah. India, so, isn't it? India. Yeah, so India, my sister, she, we've got, so we both have the same surrogate and donor mum, uh, right. but we are different dads. So yeah. I'm uh, Steve and India's James. And then I've got my older brother who is, I'm not actually related to, but obviously I call him my brother. He is James's, James is the dad and his mum is a different woman. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. the co-parenting thing, wasn't it? Yeah, that, he's so yeah, he stays with his mum some of the time and stays with us some of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice. Any yeah. advice for parents who are relatively new? They've got a small child and they're yeah. sort of navigating how to talk to their kids about all this. And and yeah. I imagine there's still some awkward moments. I mean, you're nearly yeah. seven now, so you've been through all of this. But yeah, yeah, just any general advice or anything you want to share would be great. Yeah, so I think obviously I've already said this. The number one thing is definitely just being open about it from day one, and just really encouraging yourself and your kid to be open and like explore, you know, their upbringing and how they were born. I think one thing that's also really helped me and would be really beneficial for all kids that are born through surrogacy is like the school, the school that you go to. Mm. I've gone to really, I would probably say, progressive schools that are really open to just all diversity and individuality, and so all the teachers and all the students there and parents have been nothing but open and supportive. So I think that's definitely helped a lot as well. Yeah, yeah. Cause but, cause the other thing is having gay dads, I suppose some, yeah. I don't know, communities might find that a bit weird having gay dads, but yeah, your school's yeah. been really good about that. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, and like at both my primary school and my high school now are very big on like pride and so it's not just easy for me to be open about being a surrogate child but also that you're having gay dads as well. And Remy, here's a tough one for you. When you're older, yeah. you have your own family. What do you uh-huh. think from your upbringing that's really important about making a family cohesive and, and a good family? What do you think? This is a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I, think, I think as a family getting out into the community and like really exploring like the culture that you're, you're part of, for example, like because I have a gay dad, I think – like going to all the pride festivals and things like that definitely help like kind of brings you together as a family but also with other families as well that are very similar to you yeah and i think just being open about everything so so. women you you know some other kids who are born by surrogacy is is that helpful for you knowing other kids who are born the same way yeah i think yeah it definitely was i never felt like i really needed to know other people that were born by surrogacy but it definitely doesn't hurt i think it's just kind of cool to 
know that there's you know lots of you lots of people like that out there so yeah yeah sure that's great well you sound very well balanced and you sound like a great person what do you think you want to do in the future any idea remy yeah i really want to get into science and biology hopefully so fantastic i'm aiming towards that now Well, that's great. They're great. All right, that's good. It's nice to see you. It's good to say hi to your dad for me in the. I will. I will. And, and the India. Nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah, great to meet you. Thanks very much Thanks. for your time. Take okay. care. Okay, bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. For further information, please head to the Growing Families website www.growingfamilies.org.